All right. Hello. Hello. We're, we're live right now. Um, I guess we should do introductions. I'm Stefan. With me today is the co-host of many future episodes of this, Andrea. Um, yeah, this isn't really, this isn't really scripted. So it's just like unfiltered thoughts. Uh, Andre, do you want to uh, introduce the masterpiece we're looking at today? Well, uh, first of all, my name is Andrea. Uh, good morning, uh, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Uh, today we're going to talk about Inner Speaker by Tayyip Pa, uh, the wonderful magician that this Australian man has given so many great records and so many great pieces. Uh, and we're going to start from one of the first few projects. Um, and I'd like to start by analyzing the color art because this color art is beautiful. I mean, this kind of, it looks like echo to me. Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. Um, it does. It's like there's something in high school I learned about. I was about to say this extrapolation where you take something and you pull it, like and you stretch it out. And that's what I'm yeah. getting from this. It's, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I don't know where this was taken, probably in Australia, but like, if there's a real place like this with all the stretch out in this, I wouldn't mind visiting it. But yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, what was supposed to, like, another cover that they debated to put on this album was, was squares. I don't know if I showed you the picture of it, right? Yeah, yeah you showed it to me. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, even trippier. I, and I mean, trippy will be a word that will be used often throughout this recording, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Because. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, should we give a little background on who Tame Impala is? Because, I mean, sure. most people know who he is, but, like, you do have your, like, your people who've been living under a rock for the last little bit. So, yeah. um, yeah, uh, Tame Impala, uh, huge revelation. It's not a band. It's only one dude. Um. One man band. Yeah, one man band at that. Uh. Australian dude named Kevin Parker. Um, he's released about how many albums now? Four? Uh, four or five, yes. Yeah, around the, that. The last one being... Slow Rush? Yes, the Slow Rush. Yeah, so there's that. Um, as Andrea said earlier, this is the first album in his catalog. Uh, we're going to be reviewing it. Um yeah, I, I don't really, I don't think there's anything else to say about who he is. Listen to the work, you'll be surprised. You low-key might fall asleep to it and may think of your end up dreaming. But yeah, that's just me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, all right. Andrea, do you want to start with track one as, as it's yes. called? All right, cool. Well, uh, we start with It Is Not Meant To Be, which is a very nostalgic piece, uh, as, I, as I would like to describe it. Um, on the notes that I put, it talks about on a relationship failure and him saying that it is not meant to happen and that he is moving on from what didn't work out. Uh, and I think this is a topic that we can all relate to in life, you know, um, being into a significant, significant other and... Uh, Things just don't work out as we all want them to. Uh, not all the time. Sometimes they do, and when they do, it's wonderful. Uh, but yes, I think that uh, there is such a big, the big, the biggest component of this uh, track is the nostalgia. Um, and I think that Seth agrees with me on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, I guess to give this a preface for the overall of this project, 
I didn't really focus on lyrics as much as I focused more on sound. Yeah, I told you that about earlier. So yes. like in terms of nostalgia, even with this the first track out the out what's it saying? Out the cage, I guess. It's like it really reminds me of like those seventies and sixties and like the amount of like not he uses reverb, which is really good and it can really work or really be detrimental to like what you're doing. So like you have that, you have the drums, and I think the drums, if I'm mistaken, they were compressed. They're like really compressed drums. So yeah, um, I don't know what else to say about this song that you haven't said or I, or I just said, but like, it's a really good track. I think we should both give, like, what do you think about this? Yeah, I know you said nostalgia. <laughs> I know you said nostalgia, but like, what do you think about this track? Like when you first heard it, I don't know if you can remember like when you first heard it. But, like, uh, I really agree with the seventy, the sixties and seventies uh, reference to it. I think that there's also a massive influence of Britpop, and of course, the biggest influence is psychedelic and the, the whole theme of psychedelic in general. Um, but yes, I think. Yeah, as I said, the most important is the nostalgia, the, the kind of like sadness to it, the reminiscing, the um, the, the tired of, not tired, but um, the feeling of not working out. Uh, uh, I don't know what else to add to that, but like, it's the best way to start a track and it's the best way to go. Um, on a scale of one to 10, I think we should also include this, like, what do you rank this song as? I think it's a eight and a half and or nine because so many people rate it so high. But personally, um, I remember see, I remember coming across this song uh, for the music video, and the music video has so many uh, effects, and it's kind of has has like a drawn drawn on picture to it uh, of the many colors fading together, kind of like a LSD trip. Not that I know what it what that that's like. So, <laughs> but uh, if. If that's what it's look like, what it looks like, I'm not surprised. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that was. I mean, you're trying to be art to reality. Um, okay, should we move? Oh, for me, um, I'd give this track. I want to say a seven point five. Right. It's not like the best like intro track because there are better. Oh, we'll talk about those later on. But like a seven point five. Um. All right, next track, track two. Desire to desire be desire go. Um, I like I love this track actually. I, I I like it. Really was like the way he one was the way he did the pronunciation of some words, or he did like a da. I forgot the exact like melody, but like da 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 or something like that. Where how he was pronouncing it. And that was really nice. And it was just like the, I don't know the exact word, but it just felt like enticing, if that makes any sense. Yes. Uh, by, based on the lyrics and, uh, I mean, with the lyrics, the only place, to, the best place to, place to check out lyrics is Genius. Uh, I think everyone, every music fan should check out Genius. Yes, please. It's the, the library of uh, all the references, what they mean, and uh, some of the, some of the notes that I bring out to you is based on that. So the credit goes to whoever wrote the captions on Genius. 
And from what I saw in the lyrics is that he is tired of doing the same thing every day because he, he speaks of, um, of, of something that is like a nine to five, a, a usual habit, like a, something that is tiring, like work, because everybody gets tired from school or from work and wants to come back to their homes on that Friday night and just let it all out and sleep. Um, but yes, and uh, he talks, he kind of contradicts himself later and says, one check, one check out my watch, uh, saying, uh, and that that means that he does not plan on continuing, that uh, he does not want to go on with this, and he wants to live his own free life. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was actually just about to bring up the chorus, because I just pulled the chorus up, and he literally just said, every day back and forth, what's it for, what's it for, like, relating to what you just said. So, like, yeah, just like, Kind of giving it out there to people, or more or less not giving it cryptic. Um, how would you describe this? Oh, besides lyrical content, how would you describe this track in terms of like production wise? We know it's psychedelic, obviously, but like, do you? Mm, I mean, the, the nostalgia theme is something that I'm gonna say so many times, <laughs> so I don't want to repeat myself on that. Um, but the thing about Tame Impala that was important is that he really transmits emotions with his tracks. And today I was out a bunch with a friend here and uh, I showed him Tame Impala for the first time. He's, he's never heard of him. Really? We were in the track, uh, we were in the car and uh, I pulled up one of the one of the tracks from the inner speaker um, and he was absolutely shocked because it, it I, I think so many people like his work because it really touches you. It touches you emotionally. Um, and with the lyrics and the lyrics that we can we can relate to, uh, and sounds that really touch us uh, in, in a way. There's a lot of emotions within this track, so um, this is one of many tracks that inspire that emotion to me. Um, well, I was just about to say that, and actually, I'm gonna save my comment for the next track. But before we go into that, um. Final thoughts on this track. It's the second track. Do you think it, um, you know, how we say like the first track usually gives you uh, the intro. It's like the the drink of a meal. I know it's, huh? The kick. Yes, the kick. But like, do you think the second track follows up on that kick from track one? Do you think it like follows Uh, it? I think he's taking it, he's taking it a bit slower and then third track is where it's oh, really... Oh, yeah, third track, okay. Oh. Okay, uh, how do you rate this second track? Uh, I'd say it's uh, six and a half, seven, seven out of ten. There are, better rec- there are better records, better tracks on this record. Um, but, yeah. All right, same. I actually was going to say the same. Um, all right, that's our report on track two, Desire, Desire Be, Desire Go. Now we're entering... Um, we're entering territory here. Gory. I, I mean, when I did my notes, uh, because uh, Alter Ego is my favorite, um, my favorite track. So I, I don't know if you can see, but on 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 the third track, it says three is three because it's so it's it's so it's its own beast. Mm. Um, it, it's so it starts with the drums. It's loud. It it it, um, it touches you a lot, uh, and I love the sample at the beginning, kind of like a small radioish something to just give you a test a taste and then boom 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 and then the drums and drums and it kind of like hugs you and the and the sound of the drums just stretches out wider and wider Ooh. for me you, you're actually it's, 
you're giving me chills just thinking about yes, it. Yes, <laughs> it's so it's a really emotional song, and it's um it lets you out. Yeah. Uh, and also the lyrics are so deep. The only uh, the only one who's judging is really yourself and nobody yep. else. Wow, that's so deep, and it makes you think a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, like just going back, like I want to be like when I first heard the track. I probably look up. I want to say a year ago, because I was just going through his catalog, and when I heard this, I was like, "Huh?" Like, yeah, like it. It just was like a mixture of like, "Oh, like, like this represents the the term alter ego." Like, yes, it, it does. And if you want to say it doesn't, that's your opinion. But like, it does in a sense. It's just really interesting when you think about it and it's just i don't know what else to say i mean you already hit up hit on the drums which are kind of like for me are like the main part of the song next to the lyrics because like think about it the drums when i think about it, they kind of represent anxiety in a sense and like throughout this record overall you do get a sense of there's anxiety and also accurate very well said yeah and alter ego is supposed to be like you, but without the anxiety. And it's like, this, the drums? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what else you want me to say to that. Um, uh, I think it's absolutely astonishing how uh, you think of, of, of Kevin Parker and he's doing all of this on his own. Yeah. On his own. It's, it's absolutely crazy to think about. Oh, let me add this detail and this other detail. And with interviews that he's going to give many years after this because this was released in 2010 10 years ago um he really talks about how he's kind of addicted to his work and how he is such a he pays so much attention to detail and that you can hear with future projects like currents yeah and how every kind of layer of sound has has things within and only when only when you have like a really uh, you uh, like instructed ear you can hear those things. I'm not yeah. saying I do, because I don't know if I do, but um, once you hear with really good headphones, you can get to that, meaning that you can hear, you can pick out whatever. What do you hear? Um, actually, I want to quickly say one thing. Um, so this is the only album in his in his discography that's actually, he has someone else help him in making the project. Like Oh, so I was wrong. <laughs> I mean... You wouldn't be wrong again. Like you still wouldn't be wrong because it was like everyone assumed he did it. But like I think I think it would be why won't you make up your mind? And I think it's some more some oh, Runaway House City Clouds are two of the songs where I think one of his bandmates did the guitar or helped on the drums with that. But besides that, everything else was 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 of his mind. So just adding to that point. Um all right. Um, I don't really know what else to even ask about this because it's like it already speaks for itself. Um, I mean, just to give one quick lyric, uh, on the first verse, he said, said the voice from afar, don't you know it doesn't have to be so hard. Waiting for everyone else around to agree might take too long, might take too long. Like, I'm just leaving that out there for anyone who wants to think about that. That does, I don't, I, we don't even need to explain that. Like, if you don't understand what that means, you need to reevaluate some things. 
But this is the only song in the album that to best explain it, you have to listen to it. Yeah, basically. Um all right, what do we consider this? Like what do we um what what where do we rate this? Because I mean we already have a huge rating. I you can probably tell that our rating for this is kind of it's 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 on the pedal. So for me it's nine and a half or a ten. It's uh, it's an incredible song. Eight eight to a nine, eight to a nine. Because there is one song I think that might top it. That might top it. Let but, me guess, is it expectation? No. Okay. No, no, no. When we All get right. to it, when we get to it, you're going to you're you're gonna know. You're gonna know. Um okay. Next up is track five. I there's no numbering for this. But like four. Oh, it's a uh, four. Is it four. Oh, Lucidity, Lucidity. Okay, my bad. I was looking at. Why don't you make it for mine? Okay, Lucidity was one of those tracks that I was I liked, but it didn't really pique me as much as say Alter Eagle or it is my it is not meant to be. So like that one, I don't really have that much to say about it. It's a good track, but it doesn't really poke at me. Like you know, like. It isn't poke like lyrically. I mean, it is until you get to like the next track or track after that. There's like there's a turn in production. So yeah, it is it's a good track, but not 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 in the pantheon of like uh Art Ego. What about you? I think that um I mean, once again, he speaks on himself, but the most interesting part of the track is how at minute 3.30, it goes into this kind of crescendo. It, uh, it rises, it rises, and then boom. Um, and he speaks about his mental sanity um, and how he's contradicting himself within the same mind, saying that, oh, it is so nice to be free, but at the same time, oh, I wish people could understand me more. It's... Um, these double entendres kind of lines that yeah. uh, we, we are going to see often. All right. Um, I'm going to see if I can cut this out, but the um, recorder we're using only goes up to 30 minutes, so this actually might be a two-part episode, it, just in case for some people. So at some point, I might... Check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, should we give... This, this is our first time doing this, so... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> please forgive us, guys. Yeah, um... The way, like, we're structured right now, like, we're kind of unstructured, but we're structured at the same time. So, like, just just deal with us. Don't worry. Probably by the time things are... real building. Yeah. yeah, by the time we get back to... By the time we get to San Francisco, you know, we can do this, like... Seriously. Yeah, like, we could probably even have a camera set up while we're doing the podcast on this, you know? So, yeah. Yes, we can um, see... You can see us yeah. when we talk. Yeah. We could be in the dorm. We could be in the dorm doing this, you know? The nice San Francisco <laughs> waves on us. Um, next track is number five. Why? Oh, we didn't even rate this rate this song yet. I'm just I'm, I don't. It's like I hate this song. Um, Lucidity. Um, I want to say a six. Same. Like, yeah. I agree with that rating. Like anything below that, just just seems like you're not even wanting with wanting with the song. All right, five. Why won't you make up your mind? Um. Once again, here he speaks on self-reflection and how he's trying to vision a better version of himself. Um, he, he lets his thoughts out, doesn't he? Like it's uh, he re- he really really uses his voice here, meaning he really 
wants us wants himself to be heard. Yeah, I would say. Um, just to know, I don't remember how long the song is in total, but like, there's only two verses. I I mean, no, there's only two choruses, and for the main part of it, it's an instrumental breakdown. So like, yeah. Um. I like this. I like this song. I think in this case, like it did more with, as I said, it's an instrumental breakdown. So like you got more rifting, I think, than other places because they're kind of like mixed up. Uh, I, it's one of those songs I would go back to and be like, I'm just gonna sit in my room, put my headphones on, and then listen to it. I mean, the album overall is that that vibe, but like. This is one of those songs, and yeah, why won't you make up your mind? I don't know why you won't. Um, yeah. What do you think, Andrea? I think that, you know, uh, on the point that you said earlier, that it only has a uh, li- very limited amount of verses that sometimes to describe our feelings, it doesn't, sometimes word, words cannot describe how we feel, you know? And sometimes That's... we just need silence, or we just need sounds, we, we just have sounds going on in our head. Maybe it's uh, us talking to ourselves, or, uh, or, or thoughts, just speaking to us uh, and i think that sums it up it's kind of like uh, the inside of a brain where it's not communicating but it's just thinking i don't know how to like follow that up but y- y- yeah i don't know how to follow up with, with that analogy um why don't you make a remind i mean if we if we want to look at something i mean the chorus literally states why won't you make up your mind? Give me a sign. Why won't you make up your mind? Give me a sign. I am I wasting my life? Am I wasting my time living in my head? You'll be sorry when I make up mine instead. Like, it, again, it's, well, do you want to explain it or should I explain that lyric? As you wish. You're the, you're the, co- you're the host and I'm the co-host. Uh, okay. Um, it's basically it basically is as it is it's like if you're not willing to make up your mind and it needs to be done i'll just do it and there's going to be some aftermath you may or may not like i mean it's kind of simple i mean it's probably more layered than that but like you know at a sub level at, at like a surface level that's what he's saying and yeah um I don't really know what else to say about this song. It's a nice song. Um, like I said, fall asleep to if you want to. I you, you wouldn't be wrong. Um, yes. You'll dream some weird stuff. Trust me. You'll, you'll end up being like, where am I right now? But yeah. Uh, what do we rate this song? Six and a half. All right, I, I give it the same. I give it the same. Doesn't really <laughs> argue against that. All right, now we're getting to the part where how you were with also ego. You're like this song is the bomb. It's the best. It's good. Yes. Um. I mean, yeah, it's one recurring theme with these bomb songs, as we we uh, said. Uh, is this song uh, I wrote down in my notes? Echo galore. It was a galore of echo, echo here and there. Yeah. So it's so in your face, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, now you know. 
Solitude is bliss. And let me just rant. Sonically, this track, you can do whatever you want to it. You wanna do homework to it? Go ahead. You wanna you wanna do anything? Go ahead. It's like sonically, I mean, you said the best. It's echo here, echo there. And it's like the guitars in this track. I don't know if they're even guitars. I think there are guitars, but like either electronic or acoustic, but they go so well. And it's like, it's not until his next project where I think he really is able to get the hang of melding the guitar truly psychedelic. I mean, I might be wrong, but like, um, solitude is bliss. Huh? Yeah, I get you. Uh, I, I get what you mean. And um, yeah, I didn't think of the versatility of, uh, I don't know, doing tasks with uh, this song in the background. But yeah, that's a that's a very good analogy. Yeah. Um. Uh. How do I? I mean. I, you you want to go? Cause I I I don't I don't want to go ranting over here. Um, ranting? I don't want to go ranting on the song over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What with uh, track seven, or are we still on the uh, uh, salt to this bliss? All right. In. Uh... What is there to rant about? It's a good, great song, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Uh, you know what? We're just gonna leave it at that. Um, I guess so. Yeah, uh, I think this this should be like a heads up. Is like, if we're doing a song, we don't have anything really much to say about it, just because we don't know what to say. Just take that as us being probably like, it's a really good song, and we really enjoy it. But like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, ranking wise, I put this. 9.5 out of 10. Oh, wow. So you really like it, don't yeah, you? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> if I can't say uh, anything about it, I guess I'm just going to have to put it as it is. I, I don't know. I got, I understand. Uh, I, I had a sad 7.5 or 8. And you're like, oh, Andrea, why'd you say that? Yeah, I, you know no, what? I'm just, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to end this podcast right now. We can't be friends. Um, no. <laughs> um, all right, so... Jeremy Storm. That's actually my next favorite um, song on this. Like, it's really interesting because it's lyricless. It doesn't have any lyrics inside. Yeah. Uh, and if you're probably gonna be wondering, oh, where did he get his effects from? Like, he probably going off the internet. No. Um, he got it from a literal storm. He was working while the storm was hitting. Where was he? Australia when this was being done. Uh, most likely. Yeah. So most like. Likely. Yeah, he was in the middle of a storm. So, like, the storm is his lyrics. Just put it as that. There's nothing else to say. Um, Jeremy Storm. Um, I don't think there's really much for us to really say about this song because, there again, there isn't really any literal lyrical content to it because it's more of a ambient, that's like noise is here sound type of song. When you, I, I would say that, the cover art really reson- re- resonates with this one because oh, the, yeah. cover I, the cover art really encaptures nature. And when you think of nature, it's delicate, it's beautiful, but it's also very powerful. And the storm is very powerful, and I think these sounds are indeed powerful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you basically just said it best. Um, okay. Um, we only have like about like two minutes, more or less. And we have like 
two, three, four. Four more songs. So yep. um we we actually you know what? We're gonna do a two part. It's our first it's our first time doing this. Um please don't um don't go be like What's wrong with you? <laughs> don't grill us. Don't yeah, gr- don't we're just, we're just two guys having fun. Yeah. Um, discussions on music. Yeah. So um, yeah. This was the first episode. If you're asking what the title of this um episode is, as you know, in a speaker part one, um, this will be the best podcast you know on 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 the interwebs, as as they like to say. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So we just did. We only have four songs left. I'd probably say, you know, if you want, we could probably, what we'll talk about this off offline, but like, yeah, um, again, don't grill us for us, you know, being really like, we both just love, we, I, I, yes. I, Andrea, Andrea loves it probably more than me because out of all his projects, my favorite one is his third project, which we may or may not decide to look at. But you know, yeah, we shall see. Yeah, I mean, for now, we, what we can guarantee is the content that you're seeing now. Yeah, honestly. Um. So yeah, in the speaker. Yep. Um. In the speaker, part one, Tim and Paula, 2010. If you don't, if basically the Australian do with long hair and they flannel on. Um. This is a music Jesus. Oh, basically, basically, yeah. he's basically music Jesus. Um. So. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this is, I don't know. You know what? We'll give you a title of the podcast when we think of it. Yeah, that's yes. what we're going to do. <laughs> all right. All right. So thank you all for watching. This is Stefan. Uh, I'm trying to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. Um, have fun. Be safe. Love y'all.